Our Savior has arrived by the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Chapter 11 The Knowledge of God Himself Savior's Day, February 26, 1969 We thank Allah for His great blessings that He has bestowed upon us to remember us who were lost and now found whom He Himself came forth leaving everything of his glory and coming to us. He came searching the earth to find and locate that lost member of the Aboriginal people here in the furthest part of our planet, the West, who were brought here over 400 years ago in chains. There is one that has been born to take the shackles off us and relieve us of those chains that have shackled and poisoned us for 400 years. We are happy and thankful to that God, a God that has mercy on us, a God that loves us. We are happy and thankful to be here, to bear witness that today we have on our side a God who is able to lead and guide us and protect us and deliver us back to our own. We are happy. Glory has many obstacles. We are tried by many things. We have a hard way getting back home, as we did leaving home. But we want to say to you that this is not our Savior's Day, as we call it by birth. But it is our Savior's Day, because every day is our Savior's Day. For the first time since our fathers fell into the chains and shackles of their enemies, and were brought here for the purpose of being made blind, deaf, and dumb, we have come to the knowledge of self, to the knowledge of our God, our people, and to the knowledge of the way back to our native land. For the first time, a friend has come to us, a friend indeed, a friend who is so powerful that he can just desire a thing or say, be, and it comes to pass. Such a friend. I'd like to be his friend. But first, we want to consider a few topics. We want to think over how it happens that we are here. We want to think over the time that we are now living in. Why, Elijah Muhammad, are you always preaching all over the country that this is judgment? Why, Elijah Muhammad, are you constantly warning us that we ought to unite with our own kind? What is going to happen to other than our kind? Why should we separate? Why should we unite to ourselves? and not to everybody. Why should we think more of ourselves than we think of other people? Why should we leave the religion of other people and come to what you call Islam? Why should we serve another God? Why should we believe in another religion? Is not the religion called Christianity right for us? Why should we give up our Christian names? Are not the Christian names of the white people right for us? I only want to acquaint you with what belongs to you. If you are free, why not exercise that freedom? You can't be free if you are begging and serving and looking forward to freedom from a master who says he freed you a hundred years ago. Let's look at these few little topics. You say, I don't want to be separated. Who said that they're going to force you to separate? Our fathers were brought here not that they came on their own accord. They were brought here. They were forced to come here. 
They wanted to return home, but they could not swim 9,000 miles. They stood on the shore of North America with grief, tears flowing down their black cheeks, begging that ship, Oh, ship Jesus, take me back. But it was leaving them. They knew not the people. Oh, I want us just to look into this thing. They knew not the strangers because it had been prophesied and predicted a long time ago to Abraham that they would dwell among strangers, not among their acquaintance, but among strangers and in a strange land. Think that over, brothers. In a strange land, they will dwell. But after 400 years, I will judge that people and bring again Abraham, your people. Who is Abraham? The Holy Quran, the 22nd Surah, says that Abraham gave us the name of Muslims. Who gives you Christianity? Who gives you Christian names? We want to look into it a little. You say your name is that which white people call themselves by. Are you white people? You say, Christianity is my religion. It's Jesus' religion. Who said it was Jesus' religion? Did Jesus say that it was his religion? You are now arguing, fighting, and disputing over the religion in which you should believe, having no knowledge of your own religion, nor the one that you are in that is not yours. How can Christianity be God's religion? How can it be his religion when he changes not? Did he give that religion to Adam? No. The Adam, people from the time of Moses to the time of Muhammad, had their own religion, their own God. We know by their history. Every nation on the earth has its own God and still has its own God but you. You bow down and worship what your slave master says to worship and that he is a mystery. That means I don't know him. A mystery God is one that no one knows. I think the white man is pretty smart. He puts you in falsehood and fixes it so that you cannot condemn him. You ask him, where is that God? He says, look up. Where is that heaven? He says, look up. I say he is a very smart man to fool people by the hundreds and millions and whole nations and races. They don't question. They bow their heads and say, yes, sir, and go on with nothing. Say, where is that God? No man knows. He doesn't even think to ask, well, what are you trying to teach me then? He never asks any questions. Takes it, swallows it, hook, line, and sinker. No questions. Then you come and say, look, I have a little statue over here. I have a God. Oh, you should bow. What do you worship, mister? I worship God. Well, where is he? Oh, no man has ever seen him. And if no man has ever seen God at any time, then no man knows anything about the God. Well, you and I will come to some conclusion about this thing in a while. Hindus have been on this planet for untold ages. They are an original people. They have been here for a long, long time. For 35,000 years, they have been worshiping other than the real God. Think that over, but that's no time. After a while, we will learn that that is nothing. 
just 35 days or 35 minutes to time, a long, long time. We are talking about gods today. I want you to have patience. God let the Hindu go astray and worship whatever he wants to. Today, you find a Hindu with more gods than he can mention. Everything is a god to the Hindu. He is far worse than any religious people you know of. He makes his god, and when he gets out of ideas how to make them, he starts worshiping himself. That's the Hindu. God was talking with me about these two people, the Christian and the Hindu, one day. He said, you know, brother, he called me brother. He said, there is a law among us, a ruling. He said, if the Hindu and the Christian are walking together, he said, kill the Hindu first because the Hindu is more poisoned than the Christian. And he is. For 35,000 years, he has been believing in other than the real God. That's a long time. 29,000 years before the Christians. We have Indians. They have their own God looking like them. We have Japanese. They have a God looking like Japanese. We have Chinese. They have a God looking like Chinese. Think that over. We have the Jew who does not believe too much in worshiping idols. He still holds to Moses' teaching. He is nearer to us than any other race in the way of worship. We have the Christians who have idol worshiping. They carve out statues of Jesus and Mary, set them up in church, and tell you to bow down to them and worship them. That's a piece of wood he carved out, or that is a piece of stone he carved out. Make it look like the statue of a woman and a baby, and they tell you as you pass by to bow or cross your heart. That's a good way to do that thing too, cross your heart. And you don't pull your heart straight up and down because you are not bowing to anything like straight truth. So you put a cross across it. That means that you are cross at the crossways of truth and falsehood. One fellow told me one day, he said, Elijah, he said, you know, you go into too much definition. I said, why do you tell me that? He said, because people don't understand. I said, do you understand without any definition? Now they have gods molded after their own fashion and likeness. Where's yours, brothers? You don't find in America a little nigger god, do you? The so-called American Negro bows to everything that looks white. Now he has on the walls of his home and in his church, white pictures and statues that are made by the imagination of white people. He calls them after these names. This is the disciple. This is Peter. This is Paul. Or this is Mary and her beloved baby, Jesus. You are absolutely blind, deaf, and dumb. This is Mary. Yes. And he bows down and he kisses the little baby and it looks white. But you show him a black one and he gets back. Then he wants to question you. Oh, that's not Mary's baby. You are brought up believing and worshiping white and hating black. I want to integrate. I want to be the brother of you white people. That's what Martin Luther King said. When he started talking about being the real brother, then the white man killed him because the white man knows that his race cannot produce black children. The black God. The black man's God. He could not say out there to the public, between 20 and 30 million people here, 
He could not say, I would like that all of us unite who are black. He could not say that. He was a lover of white people, the people that nature did not make him to be. Nature made him to be one member of the black people. And then after all the hell that white people have given to his people for 400 years, he comes out talking about, I don't want to be your brother-in-law. I want to be your real brother. A man who is supposed to be a theologian, who has studied theology and the scriptures of the Bible, is fool enough to tell the world that he wants to be his slave master's brother. I say, brothers, you worship all the leaders you want. I'm not trying to force you to follow me. I'm happy without you if you are happy without me. I only want to tell you the truth of self. If you are black, why do you want to be white when white came after black? If you are black, I say and repeat, you produced white. There was no white nor light before you. You produced both of them, light and white. You are natural, born and part of that in which you were created. You are the only man who needed light to light up your universe. You brought forth that light. You are walking around looking for a God to bow to and worship. You are the God. Think over these things. The black man, think over that, made so blind, deaf, and dumb in Africa and America that he seeks now white. He doesn't like his own color. Why? Because the white man doesn't like it. He doesn't like that. He, the black man, should have that color because that color will live forever. Praises be to Allah. I think the white man is wise. You are here today to learn in what direction you should turn to seek God. Look at yourself. Look at yourself. You certainly don't know yourself. But he who has been born to bring you out of darkness now into the marvelous light of wisdom and understanding of yourself and your kind, the black man's kind, knows and understands. Should we bow to a God that was just born 6,000 years ago? 6,000 years ago? Take that from our deportation from the moon 66 trillion years ago. Just deduct now 6,000 years from 66 trillion. Not 66,000, but trillions. We're not talking in any thousands. We're not talking into millions nor billions, but trillions. If you don't mind, I will preach. I don't know anything but preach. God has made me a preacher. I always wanted to be one. I was about to start preaching Christianity, but he caught me before I ever started. He as good as said, little fool, you are yet to be taught what religion you should teach. He took me with him for three years, night and day. He said, here it is, Elijah. You can go now and I can go. I said, thank you. He said, you don't need me anymore. Oh, yes, I do need you. Every race has a God looking like itself. But here in America, poor, blind, deaf, and dumb originals, my own brothers, don't have a God looking like them. He doesn't have any God at all, only the white man. Now comes the time that he should be separated from the white man and go for self. He says, no, 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 
I want to stay with him. What must be done to make him go for himself? He is sold to his master. What must be done? Angel said to Baal and to his donkey, he said, if the donkey had not seen me, I would have slew both of you. The donkey he's mentioning there means, if that little dumb messenger's eyes had not come open to the knowledge that I am God, I would have killed all of you. Because it's time, it's time that you should be killed. But it happened that he opened his eyes and he saw me. He recognized me. Praises be to Allah. I am going to give him a key. I am going to give him keys for all of them that he can open their cave doors. Open them up, Elijah. Here are the keys. And tell them to come forth that I am here. Tell them I will set them in heaven at once. Money, good homes, friendships in all walks of life. The black man's God. Tell them that I have come for them. Tell them that I will walk up in a mountain 40 miles to teach just one of them. Tell them, Elijah, I love them. They have been here 400 years and there is none that has befriended them. I am their God. He said, and I love them. I'll destroy the nations of the earth to save them and then die myself. And I said, I'll do the same. I said, I can't destroy the nations, but I will die trying to teach them. He, Allah, looked at me and smiled. He said, yes. He said, you will do that. He looked at me some more. He said, yes, he will give his life. He said, Jesus didn't do anything, no more than any believer. Well, that's right. If I say I believe in God and his true religion, certainly I will give my life for it. For more than 40 long years, I have been calling on you to accept heaven at once. You are rejecting it. You want it from the white man. I say, my friends, that today you have to do something for yourself. I say the white man has done a great thing for you to give you education how to go for yourself. I again give the white man credit for even trying to feed you when you are hungry. You are begging him and won't work for self. This is right. I say he is very nice to you because if I had a whole nation of people into the millions and they would not go out and do something for themselves, I would sit down on them. I would. But he nurses you like the slave or like his fathers did when you were under them in servitude slavery. He still nurses you, gives you bread and water, clothes, shelter, money, jobs, just to keep you with him. That is all now. He pulls the string if too much is coming down and turns it off. He keeps you in that position. He doesn't try to help us go for self. He doesn't want us going for ourselves. He wants us a subject people to himself. Regardless to you being free, he still wants you to remain with him. He will give you today, not yesterday, but today, better jobs, if you will go along with him and stay with him. He knows that this is the days of your deliverance. He knows that a God has visited you. 
He knows that God has raised up a messenger as a guide to you. They are very wise, a long way from being dumb. It is you that is dumb. They don't want you going out building for self. They want you to ask them to build. That means you are their slave. He doesn't want you going out farming, even as much as making your own food. That means that you soon will be stuffing your stomachs with bread and meat that you raise, and he cannot profit from that. Think over it. You want to go along with your good white folks. I want you to show me where they are good. I begged them on the last page of our paper, Muhammad Speaks, to let us go and give us a place just across the border here in another state somewhere. Let us live to ourselves since we cannot get along together in peace. He won't do it. No, no, no. You may learn to do something for yourself. But I say it would be wise if they, the white race, would do so. But if they don't want to do so, God is here to give us a place. The scriptures must be fulfilled. We are between 20 and 30 million black people here in America and have been here for over 400 years. Now the white man who kept us blind, deaf, and dumb to the knowledge of ourselves still doesn't want to see us go free. This is an open proof. I put that on the last page of our paper, knowing that the white man was not going to do it. As God said to Moses, he said, you go tell Pharaoh to let them go. But he, Pharaoh, wouldn't let them go by a long ways. God said, I have to kill Pharaoh to get them. This is what happened. He had to drown Pharaoh and his army in a sea of water. They call it the Red Sea, but it's not a red sea, it's a blue sea. And I mean, it's really blue. I looked in it and I said, why have reference to? Not that sea, but a sea of fire that is coming up to get Pharaoh the second he refuses to let his slaves go free. The Bible says they refuse to let their prisoners go free and hold on to them, hold them as a prey. You know what this meant there, hold you as a prey. So whenever the God or your people come after you, he will say, if you take me, you will take him too. This is what it means. I say, brothers, the time is here that you should think for yourself. You should build up an economy for yourself. You say, why should I go out there and work and grow a crop when you are prophesying judgment? I say, brother, if judgment comes tomorrow, you've got to eat today. We have to do many things. This earth was made for you. Your father and my father created the earth for us, for black people. It was not created for white people. It was created for black people. I want you to know that, the God of the black man. How came the black God, Mr. Muhammad? He is self-created. How could self-create self? Take your magnifying glass and start looking at these little atoms out here in front of you. You see that they are egg-shaped and they are oblong. You crack them open 
and you will find everything in them that you find out here. Then were there some of them, atoms out here, well, who created them? I want you to accept the black God. You say, there is no beginning or ending. I admit that, but we do know that they had to have some kind of beginning. But how it happened, we don't know. That's why we say that his beginning we don't know anything about. Imagine, you close your eyes now. Imagine the whole entire visibility of the universe is gone from you. This is the way he was born, in total darkness. There was no light anywhere. Out of the total orbit of the universe of darkness, there sparkled an atom of life. Once upon a time, but don't ask me when it was. How could that atom of life make a record of its own creation? It could not write its own creation, the record of it, because he was the first. There was no recorders around him. He was first to record his own self. How long was that? We can't tell. We weren't there. He was the only one in the whole entire dark universe. He had to wait until the atom of life produced brains to think what he needed. How long was that? I don't know, brothers, but he was a black man, a black man, coming out of total darkness at that time. We all could say that we are produced by a white God, but there was no light, nor even any white anywhere. There was all darkness. So God revealed to me. In that darkness, which had no end to it there, that darkness created an atom of life, and the color had to be black, as there was no light. Therefore, it had to be the color of the thing that created it. All praise is due to Allah. Hating black, the late minute man came yesterday and turned you into a fool. You have been here so long that the record could not be kept on planets. They couldn't write it on the planets and make it stay there. Only you planned to betray the time that life had been in the universe. That's all. You hate black and are out here trying to kill me because I teach you your natural self. I don't like black. White people made you hate black. Not so much they hated black. They wish today that they were black. Oh yes, they do. I received lots of letters from white people wanting to join and follow me. Lots of them. They are wise. How could they, white people, teach you to love black when their black god, Yakub, who made them, made them by nature to deceive you? How could they have ruled if they had taught you who was the natural ruler? They can't teach you today that you are the people the first and the last. They can't say that in that sense because they know you'll say, well then, I think it's about time to make you the last. Don't think white people are fools. They are wise. It's you who are the fool. Don't take them for nothing like ignorant people. They are wise people. They are gods of their own world. This is true. They were made to be gods of their own world. This is the truth. They have proved that they are gods of their own world. Everything that they want, 
they can bring it before their people and tell them, here it is. Whatever idea that they create in their minds that is necessary for their own life to live here on this planet, they bring it into perfection. But you don't have that creative mind. That's a creative mind they have. It was taken from you 6,000 years ago to allow them to build a world after their own thoughts. I say, my friends, you won't believe it if I keep talking to you about your own God. Now, let us take a look at the white God and the black God. The black God produced himself. He's self-created. Then that black God made the white man. He didn't create him. He made him from himself. If he had made him or given him power to create himself, he could never rule him. He is doing a hard job at it now. The Bible teaches you in Genesis that God said, let us make man. I want you to wake up. Well, if somebody is talking about making a man, why did he use us? The Holy Quran says, we made man. We. There's no difference in us and we. Who is that us? Who is this we? You say, God made the man. Well, God did make the man. But why did he have that us and we around him? Because that's impossible now. God can't make a man without a help. No, no. He was self-created himself. But he can't make a man without help now because the law of nature, creation, won't allow him to do so. So it takes an us now. It takes two people to make a man. Therefore, the Bible and Holy Quran plainly teach you, us and we made him, did not create him, but made him. You don't say that you created this metal here because the essence of it is out there in the earth. You didn't create that, but you take it and melt this, the metal, out of something like stone or sand. You can scoop it up down there and sift it, but it was already out there. Then you make whatever you want to from that metal. But now go and create something. As the Holy Quran says, the white race cannot create anything. They use what has already been created. They don't argue with you about what they cannot do, but they know that they were given power as gods to rule you for the past 6,000 years, and they have done that. They have built for you the necessities of life. They made clothes for you and me. They built houses for you and me. They got our bread from the earth and gave it to us because they were the gods, not because they were so kind and good to us, but they must rule as a god. They must give the people the necessities of life because they are the gods. We had no other god to look forward to. Our god was put to sleep to let the white god rule. How could the white man rule if the black man is going to rule while he rules? The black man is self-created. Two gods cannot serve at one time. Think that over. Let's now consider this a little deeper. In the first place, one God was the God of the universe. In the last place, 
One God is the God of the universe. Everything that is of life and everything that is of metal or everything that is matter in the universe came from him. He created it. The Holy Quran says to the white race, show us what you have created. What part of the universe have you created? None, none, no part. Well then, if you didn't create all of this that you are living off, why not serve Allah then? He said, I can't serve him. You made him. You made him black and you made me of clay. And I just can't bow to that. I wasn't made like that. You didn't make me to serve black. You made me to serve my white self and made black serve me until the day that they are raised up into the knowledge of me. That will be the end of me then. Who I say? Never has this kind of teaching been poured into your ears since the earth was or the nation was. I teach you not of prophets, but of God. No, no, no. I am not preaching of Isaiah and Moses and others. Those are prophets. I am bringing to you the knowledge of God himself, the black man's God. Why do you reject the black God when the black God is your God? The black God made the white God. Why do you reject him? Long before ever there was, as the old people used to tell me when I was a little boy, a when and a where, he was God. I bear them witness today. Just think it over. A little small atom of life rolling around in darkness. Think it over. Building itself up just turning in darkness, making its own self. Let's go into it. Do I have any proof of this? Yes, sir. He made himself into total darkness. He put his own self turning, turning on his own timetable in the black womb of the universe. He started rotating. He demands every life that comes into the universe today to start turning first over to me for I had that to do myself. Now I'm going to see that every life that comes into this universe comes out of total darkness, every life. Yes, sir, it must come out of total darkness. Out of the womb of our mother did we come. We were created there out of the sperm that come. We were created there out of the sperm that was emitted into that total dark room the womb. It took that to make that child. He couldn't be made in the light. He must be made in total darkness. We must know ourselves. We must know the nature of life. We must know the law of life before ever we can say that we are masters. Now if, by nature, we are born in total darkness, think it over. And if, by nature, life brings us out of darkness and if by nature we walk in light from out of total darkness and if by nature we can think through darkness and bring light out of that darkness by our own brains we did so with the white race look right into the sperm of life and find him here's an unalike 
take it, separate it. Your first separation from white and black was done. Now you say, no separation will settle it. It won't settle it with you, maybe, Mr. Fool, but it will, as once upon a time, you cannot see out of darkness. Now, today, you can't see out of light. Who was it that did this? Was it a white god or a black god? It was a black god. That is who did it. He had taken his universe, think it over, and engulfed it with the path of light that you call the Milky Way. Think that over. He engulfed his own universe with nothing but a path of light. He made the lights so close to each other that the light of this one never stops before this one ties his light in with that one. It was a whole path of nothing but light, a belt around his universe. He thought so much of his earth, he loved his earth so well, that he took his own earth and divided the live planets rotating around it with light, stars. Think it over. About 600 million miles out from this planet, he has a region of stars that divides the other planets from these inner planets. He but stars. Think it over. He made a crown for himself out of the earth with stars. This is my house and I want to put a crown around it with stars. You tell me you don't like the black God? He speaks, brothers. His desires come to pass. He takes his enemy, folds him up with the power of nature, and makes him beg to be let go. He speaks to his treasures of snow in the earth. He tells them to roll down on my enemy. Here they come. He lifts up the clouds from the earth that he made and the water that he made on it and bears them up to a certain height and tells them to pour it back down. Can you do that? This is the black man doing that. He drowns out his enemy, floods his enemy out, takes his son. I made you, ball of fire, 853,000 miles in diameter. Son, go out there and burn up the crops. They don't like me. Burn up that grass out there that their cattle are eating. And the cattle begin to grit their teeth towards the sun, begging for more rain. The sun says, I have orders from my master. Settle it with us. What hopes have you in the future of the white race? I want you to tell me that. Write it to me. 4847 South Woodlawn, Chicago, Illinois. Write it to me. What hopes do you see? Today, right at this hour, they are destroying themselves. They are fighting, trying to bring about peace, and there is no peace for them. They are talking peace, but the old prophet says, while they talk peace, the sword reaches to the sword. It's going on. Do you see any future for them? They don't have any, here nor there. The time of that clock has run down and the hand is stuck on six. I am not trying to make mock, nor am I trying to be happy in that way because of their destruction. Their destruction means your destruction in the condition you are in. You are a disbeliever 
and that means you will be destroyed. The thunder of war is now engulfing civilized earth like a belt on a man's body. Nowhere is there a sign of peace but in the nation of Islam. He created the heavens and the earth. How did he do it? First, he created himself and he was like of himself. He emitted light from the live atom of self and they still can do that. They can crown you with light. I say, my friends, wake up. The black man does this. He creates as light out of darkness where there was no light and calls forth light to come. I am here and all around me is darkness. I need a light. The sun, having come into existence, started to shine. He didn't have to go get wood, coal, or gas. He just said, come on, son. She refused to stay back and she brought him warmth, heating that dark universe and then giving him light. Later, another one says, I think I need another light over here. There, be a light. They kept on saying, there, be a light, until they filled the space with so much light that you can't find a telescope that will take you to the wall of darkness. You can't see out of light. I must not disobey my master one second. The cattle say, we're dying for grass. Allah says, yes, but if the rains come and you fill your belly full of grass, you will fatten and the devil will eat you. Then the devil will rob the poor man of price for you that he didn't feed. I fed you. He won't give me credit for growing his corn, his hay, and producing your food that you may be fat in his stalls. But he will take you and set you on the market for a high price. And my poor people are begging for your flesh. But I have got to stop your flesh in order to stop him. Burn them up. They don't believe in me. They didn't create the heavens and the earth. They didn't create the clouds. They didn't create you, little animal. I created you. I caused you to grow. I put water in the earth for you. I put food in the earth for you. But you are fattening off what I give to you. And he is commercializing on my own property and causing my people to suffer. We went over the country trying to buy beef cattle to sell to ourselves? He, the white man, says, no, I'm not going to cut one penny for you, even if you buy a hundred million tons the same price. He goes down in the south, he does, sits, looks over our people's little herd, and crosses his legs. Bring them on here. Oh yes, I'll give you so much for that. Don't even tell them to weigh them. Oh yes, I'll give you 200 for them. Think that over. But when he gets them in the north, he says, you will not smack your jaws on this beef until you pay me my price. Getting it for probably 10 cents a pound on its feet. He is selling it for 45 cents and 47 cents wholesale. Then you have to sell it for 55 cents to $1.65 per pound to try to get anything out of it. I say, let us unite, build up our own economy. The white man makes it impossible for you and me to live in peace together. 
He robs us until we have to lay down on his doorstep and beg him for existence. I say the day has arrived that we are going to get up from your doorstep. Regardless to what the cost, we must get up. We have to raise us some cows. We have to raise us some sheep. Let them go to work and multiply. When they multiply, let us take them and eat them ourselves and feed our people on them. The time is here that we must do for self. Stop laying at the white man's gate, begging him. He says you are free. Show him that you can take this freedom. Make good of it for yourself by uniting and doing something for self. Go to your black God. Stop looking for a white God to take care of the black people. They just don't do it. It is not in their nature to do these things. They are not going to make you independent. No, I should say not. If you get independent, you will have to do that yourself. You are no national. You are no citizen of this country. The only citizen here is white. You are not American. The only American is white. You can't be American unless you are white, but you can be a slave for the Americans. Brother, I don't mean to make you feel bad. Mr. Politician, who thinks you are smart and know the law, I don't want you to think that I am trying to make fun of you, but you are yet ignorant to the fact that you are not a citizen. You are not a national man. National means to be citizens of that country, but not a slave of that country, and especially not to a foreign slave. He comes from abroad. Think that over. Well, I was born here. Yes, there are many people born here. English, Swedes, Germans, lots of them born here. But they have a country that they are citizens of. But you don't have a country that you are a citizen of. You have to make yourself now a citizen of Africa, your native country. You can't go back there calling yourself Mr. Willie Jones. You can't go to Africa today and get good friendship with them. They are afraid of you. They say that you are just another white man under a black man's skin. They don't want you. But if you say you are a Muslim, they want you. They spread out their arms for you if you say you are Muslim. We know, we have been there. Our secretary here and my son standing here and myself, we have been there. They are visiting me almost weekly. I have asked them right before my own family and others there at the table with us. Would you take them if they were Christians? They say, no, they don't want any Christians. This is what has ruined their country, Christians. You say that Christianity is your religion and it was the religion of God and Jesus. You're just as silly as you can be. If you read your revelation, you'll find out how Christianity came about. Read it in the Bible, the last little book. If you don't understand it, come to me. If I tell you for understanding, and if I miss it, I'll give you $10,000 out of my brother's vest pocket, paper lined. You nurse the Bible. You nurse the enemy of the truth of the Bible. You worship him while the Bible teaches you against worshiping the devil. Well, you say, 
he is all right with me. How is he all right with you when he's not all right with your people? You can't make yourself one of them unless you graft yourself back into them. You'll still bear the seed. I want you to remember this, my friend. I am not making fun. I only want you to know your God, your black God. That's all I want you to do. Just know your God. And I want you to know the white God. Now you say, Christianity is your religion. You don't want anything else. Offer you anything else and you would rather be an atheist now than to accept anything else. This is the truth. Oh, I don't believe in any of it. An atheist, he thought he was an atheist, came and had dinner with me one day. And I laughed inside. I said, now you poor fool, how can you prove that you are an atheist? And so I looked at that man and started talking with him. And when he went out, he admitted that he was a fool for ever believing like that. You can't be an atheist except if you are a fool. But if you wake up and get wise, you can't be an atheist. My beloved brothers and sisters who are thinking yourselves Christian, you are not Christians. You can't be a Christian unless you are white. That is the only race on earth that is Christian, white people. I say, today Christianity is in an awfully terrible condition. The Father, the God, sitting in Rome, is in a terrible condition trying to keep his people together. Look at how they are now, demanding him to give them something new. Don't you see their Bible being fulfilled? And look at the name that the Bible gives to that man, a dragon. The Pope of Rome is spoken of in the Bible as a dragon. Think it over. And the people that he serves as beasts. Don't go out of here angry with me because I say what you wrote yourself. This is what the white theologians and scientists of the book or their religion wrote themselves. I got hold of a little book once on the argument between the Pope and Martin Luther over some of his symbolic work that he was doing in the Bible. And they began to question what this meant and what that meant. You would be surprised. I don't have time to go through everything in detail, but God has given me the knowledge of the book. And therefore, I wish to tell you that you are so wrong in calling yourselves Christians. You are so wrong. There are no Christians but the white man. I'll tell you the true meaning of Christian, which refers to us, the Muslims. Christian means to be crystallized into one. Christians are not crystallized into one. They say we are followers of Christ. That is why we call ourselves Christians. Where are your works if you are following Christ? And who is Christ? They say Jesus Christ. What Jesus Christ? Jesus wasn't even a Christ back then, 2,000 years ago. According to the meaning of Christ, that name means one coming in the last day or crusher. He crushes the wicked. Christ the crusher. Jesus didn't do that. That is the Mahdi who will do that today. The one whom we are representing to you. The great Mahdi, the restorer of the kingdom of peace on the earth. 
You should remember that the time of wisdom now is coming for you and creative thoughts now are coming to you. And the God who has chosen you to be his people will teach you and lead you how to fashion them into actual beings as the white man has done. Our creative thoughts were taken from us until he, the white man, rules his world under his own creative thoughts. But he had to use the small material that our father put here. He, the white man, wasn't able to create his materials because everything was already in the earth. Therefore, when he was made, he had to use what we, our fathers, had made to fashion him a kingdom of material that was already created. And now, when it comes to us worshiping the gods, I say, a Jesus, a Christ, a God that is born for you and me today. Who is he? He is what they call the Son of Man. Who is the Son of Man? And why do they call him that? Because he himself is coming to judge the original man and the mankind. The mankind is the white race. The original man is not a mankind. Don't get yourself mixed up in that kind of representing all mankind. You are not a kind of a man. You are the man. This is what I have been teaching you here. You will try to take me to task, but you can't because you don't know what material to use. As I say, I'm teaching you of the God, not of the prophets. I'm the last of them. We want and we must have some of our good father's earth, a place for ourselves to live on. We must have it. We cannot live under or in this other shadow. We cannot do that. It is time that we live ourselves under and in the shadow of our own. All of this big old earth here, think over how big it is. It's a great big old earth. They are trying to practice birth control over you. What do you look like accepting birth control? When has the earth got too small for you? There's actually plenty of earth for us. There has never been an exhaustion of the earth or of the food that it burns out. It goes back down and fertilizes the earth without aid. But everybody wants to live in Chicago. Naturally, someone will get hungry here. There's not enough food in Chicago to feed everybody. But that is no reason to start killing babies just to live in Chicago. That is wrong. The Holy Quran teaches us. Birth control is not even thought of in Islam. If this is our earth, and it is, we haven't overpopulated it. We still have plenty. You say China. Well, China is a little grafted race of people and they are piled up there in that country. They can't spread out so much because they have a boundary to the race, the red, yellow, and the white races. There's a boundary set for them. And this boundary now has been jumped by them. This is causing trouble. This is why the original owner decided he would take over his part. When he takes over his part, there'll be no part left for any other part. Your black God, why shouldn't you love him? Look at how he made you to verify the truth that he is God. There was never one before him. He made the axis, the heavens, the earth, and the spheres that float around the sun to bear him witness. 
I am the first. Look at the ball of your eye. Think it over. That ball of your eye is white, all around a black. A black sphere there, sitting, surrounded the white. Not the white in the center of this ball. It's black here in the center, but white around the black, right? He has made it like his universe. Around him is light, but he himself is black. All praises are due to Allah. Look into his eyes. His eye tells you who he is. And all the offspring from him bear witness that I came from that black center there in his eyes. They bear witness that their eye testifies to the truth that it must have been grafted from yours because it is not the equal of your eye. All praises are due to Allah. Would you trade your beautiful black eye surrounded with the beautiful white for a green blue eye? Would you do that? No, you won't. It is a more beautiful eye, black, clear black and clear white around it like his universe he made. He was black inside. And then he said, let there be light on the outside. It is an unending teaching to teach you about your black God. He has power that he doesn't have to go and fix up mechanically to produce. But he says, be, and there it is, coming into space. Be, there it is, just orbits, just burst out of space. And in a few billion or trillion years, there they are. He takes and puts him a planet far out on the edge of the power of the sunlight and warms it. They call it Pluto or Pluton. Pluto is a scientific name representing a little fool. It comes back to you and me. For 400 years, we are off from our people, frozen up in the power of the white man. We could not rotate according to the light and power of the wisdom of our own God. Pluto sits out there, something like 4 billion 600 million miles from the sun, but still just a touch of the sun moves her. Think that over. The sun has so much power in her that she just touches Pluto on her equator and makes her to make the same speed of rotation as all the other planets. All praises are due to Allah, a sign of you and me. The white race just knew she was out there in the same year that Allah found you and me. A coincidence, you call it? No, no, something else was behind that. Why are they just learning about the moon? For 6,000 years, they have not known anything about that dead piece of our earth floating around this one until today. Why didn't God let him up there years ago? Because the black God is going to make a change now. This is true. Whenever he gets ready to destroy people, a powerful people who have ruled people, the Holy Quran says, he takes him up and lets him peep into some of his wisdom. Allah says, look at this planet here, little enemy. I made it. Can you make one like it? The enemy says, no, sir. Go back to the earth then, and pretty soon I'll be down there and seep you off then. They, the white man, wish that they could make the moon a resting place to shoot their arrows at God and his people if they attack the earth.
They talk about a way station. Russia and America are after each other under their skin. Russia is pretty smart. America is as smart. We like them both smart like that. Russia goes and saddles the space right around the earth to watch America. That is who she is watching. America wants to watch God because she knows that Daniel said that she would be the one that God would get first. She knows the revelator, John, said that she would be the first that God would destroy. The fat beast that everybody is frightened of, kill him first because he has killed my people. I must tell you the truth. The time is here. It is written, but you didn't understand it. I saw the beast take him. Think over these prophecies and the false prophets with it. I saw that fourth and dreadful beast that rose up on the sea and land. I saw him take him. Both prophets bear witness. He was taken and his body was given to the burning flames. That is the prophecy of Daniel. And I saw behind this beast the ages of days sinning. Think that over. The color of his head was white as snow, kinky like lamb's wool. The color of his hair shows how ageable he is. Think it over. He is an old, gray-headed man, been here a long time. Think it over. His hair is not wooly. It is not animal-like. It is curly hair. It balls up and twists up. Who is he? Daniel says, he is the ancient of days. He is the first. I can't count his days. I don't know the number of the years, but as he was of ages time, he is the coming in after this one. Praises are due to Allah. You don't like your God. You don't like him. You don't want a black God. That is who Daniel said is going to rule. Praises be to Allah. Let us love black. I love black. A color that you can take and put anywhere, even the North Pole, and it will be the same. Put it on the equator. Put it in the jungles of Africa, in the hottest zone of our planet. It is the same. But all other colors fail when changing them into various zones, but not black. Why should our God, our Father, create himself of a color that would change by the climatic conditions of his planet. You have the best color. You have the best eyes. You have the best teeth. Oh no, but they're robbing you of them. Mechanical tests, pulling out your teeth and putting all types of dope around and in the gums, destroying those pearly white teeth, the most beautiful teeth in the human head. All praise is due to Allah. I say, love black. I say, get together, black, and unite, black, as never before. They try to destroy the beauty of black and have just about done so. And they look at you and laugh. But still, go out there today, right now, and you will see every color out there looking at the black woman. They want her. She's the best walking in the sun. We're going to take her. We're going to tie her up at home. We know she is the best. We're going to tie her up at home 
and set the bedsteads on her, if necessary, to keep her there. We're not going to let her run rampant, not like wild animals. She is too good. She is too beautiful. I say, love your God. He is a black God, and he is forever and forever. There's no such thing as trying to destroy the black man. You can't do that. It is impossible. One of our God scientists, 66 trillion years ago, God taught me, tries his best to satisfy his mind by trying to destroy us. But we are here today, and we see his idea right up there. They call it the moon. That is what he tried to do. Now there is no life on that moon. He didn't allow anyone to be left to write his days of himself and his great wisdom of himself. We wrote it. We will do the same by you. You won't be able to write our doom, but we can write yours. All is set for this thing before you were ever created or made. He looked into you before you were born, saw your thoughts, listened to what you would be saying today, and saw your works. We just fold up our own arms and sit down and wait for time. Allah said, they just waited. They're so glad that the day has come now that they can show you now that the black man is God. This is a day and time that you should know God. There are two on the scene at the present time, an evil God and a good God. When we say Allah, that name means God and covers all Muslims. All Muslims are Allah's, but we call the Supreme Allah the Supreme Being, and he has a name of his own. This name is Fard Muhammad. Fard is a name meaning an independent one and one who is not on the level with the average gods, Allah's. It is a name independent to itself, which actually means one whom we must obey, or else he destroys us. This honorable, majestic person comes in the last day. The reason why we call him the Supreme Being is because he is supreme over all beings and or is wiser than all. The Holy Quran teaches, he is wiser than them, meaning all the gods before and all who are now present. Now, the just and righteous one is on the scene to take his place to rule the people in righteousness. Remember, Allah means gods. Many Muslims go in this name. All Muslims go in the divine supreme being of names from him. The meaning of these names are himself. The Bible teaches you and me that he would give us his own names, and this we are receiving. You have the white man's name, and the white man's name is not to live. I don't say that just here alone, but I will say it in London. I'll say it in any part of the earth I go, and they will bear me witness. That's why they don't care what they are called. You can call white men fish. You can call them cat. You can call them lions, birds, bees, anything. He doesn't care because he knows his name is not going to live anyway. It is the end of him. He cannot go in the name of God. 
These names, such as I am called by, live forever. The meaning of it is one that is praised and praised much. It will live. That is God's name. And your Bible says he will give to you and me his name and all that take his name, they shall live. So all that have taken the name of the enemy of God, they were seen going down in a lake of fire with him. I warn you to join with me. I warn you, that is, the fire is not going to be 10, 15, or 20 years from now. It is going to be soon. Have you ever seen times like they are now? A president going, running all over the world, trying to find peace for his people. He may mean well, but that doesn't mean anything to the finger of time that wrote it and is saying in his writing that, Mr. White Man, the year 1914 was set as your end and you will have a short, a little short stay and that little short stay after it's done will be it. When America comes out of Vietnam, don't shout. The big trouble is just beginning. They can't help it. Don't hate them because they are devils. One of your gods made them like that. I don't hate a white man just because he is a devil. He can't help himself. He was made like that and I cannot remake him. The sun is setting. I can't remake him. Takes too long, 600 years. It took our brother 600 years to make him. Six days, there in the Bible, means 600 years. Every day there represents 100 years in making the man. Now to make or graft him back into that which he was grafted out of would take another 600 years. Why, brother, we could build on our planet many, many millions of babies. You don't have to graft anybody. We make them plenty babies. In 600 years, there'll be so many babies that there will be babies' babies. We don't have to graft anybody to you. They haven't been that good for us to graft them. Be sure to get onto your own kind. That is, if you want to live, live in your own, the black people, and under the black God who believes in mercy, justice, equality, and peace. I'm not begging you now because it is immaterial to me. I can get a whole nation besides you. I can. He, Allah, has offered that to me. He said, if not one goes with you or believes you, Muhammad, come on and bring me the keys and you and I will go. Don't be too proud of yourself, Mr. Politician. Don't be too proud of yourself, Mr. Black Educator. What are you looking forward to, to keep you going? I think they're knocking the pillars out from under you. Don't be too confident and proud, Mr. Preacher. I think your Bible is going to burn up. It is not predicted in your Bible that somebody will come outside of America to lead you. Right here, under your feet will rise up that man who will lead you. These people have no knowledge much of themselves. I am raised up here to teach you of yourself 
and others, and of the God who created the heavens and earth and his powers, and I am not alone. I say to you, don't forget. Try and join onto your own. Let's go and get some of this earth that we can call our own. Let's build a kingdom of our own. I say that to you. Moreover, I pray Allah that we die not unless we are Muslims. Give your families, your babies, my best love. Tell them the messengers praying that they grow up in the faith of their black God, Allah, and in his true religion of entire submission to his will, Islam, and that they live as we live in the faith of Allah. Purchase the books, CDs, and DVDs of the life-giving teachings at store.finalcall.com. Listen to the messages of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan 24-7 at finalcallradio.com. Watch the Nation of Islam's weekly and live broadcasts at NOI.org.